Blessings, everybody. It's me, Essence, and I'm back with another episode of Bible Study. So if you've never heard of Bible Study, I'm going to tell you what it is. Bible Study study is me spilling the tea on the word of God. I am telling you what really went down. And let me tell you something. It is not boring because that's the that's what people say. And so that's what I'm talking about today. Um, not that it's not boring, but I'm letting you know that the Bible's not boring. Bible study is here to dispel the myth that the Bible is boring because it's far from boring. Sometimes it's like, oh my goodness, what? Or you're like, Lord, you use them? Like God used murderers, God used just people that you would never expect. And that should let you know that you're never too far gone. God can use you. He can use your past, the things that you've done, the things that you've been through to give him glory. So there's of course steps to all that, but God can use it. God can use you. Don't ever think that you are disqualified because of your past sins. All we have to do is turn from those things accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, make him Lord over our life, and then live for him. Do like read the Bible and see what it says. And you'll notice over time after you like give your life to Christ, which is just you like saying, Lord, be Lord over my life. Um, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to do my very best to do what your word tells me to do. Um, I'm interested. I believe what it says, you know, like I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose up um, for me on the third day and you were innocent and blameless and God will transform your life. Like as you continue to get to know him, you'll, it'll just like one day I'll just look up and be like, Whoa, I'm not that person I used to be like, I'm different now. And God's able to do that. But today we are talking about, we're still in Genesis 19. Um, we're going to be in verses 30 through 38. And we are talking about Lot's descendants. And when I tell you this is something I was like, should I skip this or should I just go through it? Because it is like gross to me. It's really gross. It's really like, ugh, I don't even want to, ugh, but it happened. And so we're going in order in the Bible and I didn't feel led to skip over this. And I was like praying and like being like, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Like, what am I supposed to say? And I'm just going to say what I believe he gave me to say. So, um. If you've been trekking along with this, we've been going through the book of Genesis. I think we started in Genesis two or three and we have been learning more and more about God. So, yeah, there's things that we're um, learning in the word and we're going through uh, situations and stories that have occurred and we're reviewing them and we're getting nuggets from them and we're learning about what, how people did what and what they did and all the stuff. Right. We're going through all that. And then we're learning about the character of people, which is not much different than what we deal with on the daily basis and how we mess up and, you know, fall short and all that good stuff and how God forgives us and just all the things. Um, so it's, but it's really like encouraging us to grow deeper in the word of God and to get closer to him and what it's been revealing is God's character. So throughout Genesis thus far, it has been revealing the character of God. Like I know people be like, okay, when you're going to get, when you get saved, start in John, you know, read the, and you need, I believe that you need to start there. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because it lays the groundwork. It lays the foundation. Like you're learning about Jesus, what went down, how they met, how they like screwed him over. You're like hearing it all. Like you're hearing what 
is pretty much what we believe as Christ followers. But the thing is, when you dive into Genesis and you look at the underlying tones of each passage or each chapter in Genesis, and you know, it's like this throughout the Bible, you are really sensing and getting the characteristics of Christ, which is amazing because like you are seeing that God is, he makes provisions for us. Genesis tells you all this, like you just have to read it and ask God to show you what he wants to show you. And you're seeing it through how he is through like when people are unfaithful to him, when people are disobedient, like he be coming through, he comes through for us like that too, but he shows us and he's consistent in coming through. He's consistent in keeping his word. He's consistent with his promises being fulfilled. The ones that he even shared that haven't been fulfilled yet, like we're seeing them happen in today's time and age. And it's super amazing to know that even when a person will fail you, God never does. And so that's why it's really important for us to read the word for ourselves. And I'm like on this super tangent, I know, because we're going to get into the word, but it's not long at all. It's super short and it's super like a lot. And so it's okay for me to go off on my tangent right now. But anyways, it's important for us to read the word of God for ourselves. What is the word of God? It is the Holy Bible. It is the Bible, the Christ fault that Christ followers read. Um, and so when you read the Bible, you get a, you get glimpses and you get to know God for yourself. It's one thing to go to church. I think everybody should go to church, attend a church, a good one that teaches the word of God. It's good to listen to sermons online. It's good to listen to Bible studies and Bible studies and people to, you know, exegete and exegete and share the word and all that good stuff. But what it comes down to is having that relationship with God for yourself. You can't have the secondhand relationship with God and think when it's judgment day and you're going before the Lord that he's going to embrace you and be like, I knew you. He's going to be like, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. And you're going to be like, Lord, I did all this and all that in your name. He's like, but you never knew me. Like you heard stuff about me or, but you didn't have a relationship with me for yourself. And so that's why it's important for us to read the word, for us to pray, for us to listen to God for ourselves. You know, it's great to have people pray for us. I pray for people all the time. I love praying for you. I love praying for me, my family. You know, I love praying for this, the world that we live in. I love prayer. It's an opportunity for us to speak to God. But what, when it comes down to it, you know, like, um, now I could probably butcher this saying, but you know how they say like, um, with people like you can give a man a fish so that he can eat. And I'm like putting in my own words because I don't know how it goes. Um, but if you teach him to fish, he'll be able to feed himself. And so it's like that with the word of God. Like you can constantly be that sounding board and you can constantly be teaching folk and constantly. But if you don't teach them how to dive into the word for themselves and to pray and to really get in there, like if you're not doing that, then you'll you'll be needing other people to you know, have this relationship with God. And so because we want our own relationship with God and we want to live right for him, it's important for us to get into the word. I can never stress that enough. Read your Bible. And if you don't understand what you're reading, ask for understanding. God tells us in his word that if we ask for wisdom, he'll give it, uh, he'll give it generously. So ask for wisdom, ask for understanding, ask him to reveal truth, ask to be led by Holy Spirit. God will do it. But you have to be willing to put that ask out there. Um, God is ready. We need to step up and get and be ready to get ready. But okay, so now we're gonna get into this word. So we've been talking about um, Abraham, right? Abraham's nephew was in Lot. 
I'm sorry, his name is Lot. He was in Sodom. God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He sent down his messengers, his uh, angels of the Lord to go um, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. So we covered that. Abraham had lifted up a prayer and I'm doing this out of order, but it's like makes sense in the order that I'm sharing it. Abraham lifted up a prayer for um, the people in Sodom who were righteous so that they wouldn't be destroyed if they were righteous. And so really the prayer I'm saying is for Lot because nobody in that town was righteous other than Lot. And this story today is a lot. And so we're going to just get into it. So um, Lot has been delivered. God had remembered the prayer, the interceding. That's when someone's praying on your behalf, when Abraham was interceding for Lot. And that's why we talked about how it's so important for us to pray for people because you don't know who is getting protected or who is being protected and delivered from the prayers that you were lifting up or the protection and covering that you've experienced because of other people's prayers that they've been lifting up on your behalf. And so anyway, now um, Lot and he don't have his wife anymore because she looked back when she wasn't supposed to and turned into a pillar of salt. She was disobedient. And we talked about it in our previous episode. So I recommend you check it out. Okay. So um, she he don't have her anymore. It's just him and his two daughters. And they're in the land of Zoar, which is the place that he asked to stay. So I'm not going to get in heavy detail with that because you should go back and read it. And that's Genesis 19 um, all the way through verse 29 that's what we um, went through so now we are reading and I'm going to read all of this these eight verses usually I'll read a little um, teach a little read a little teach a little or share what God gave me but today I'm going to read through it because it's a lot it's not a lot long it's a lot like ah this is a lot it's so messy like it's a lot like that okay so um, before we get started, as usual, I'm going to pray and then we're going to jump right in. So dear, most gracious and holy father, Lord, I pray you have your way with this text. I pray you have your way with our understanding of it. And I pray we get out of it anything that you've called us to get from it. Father God, I pray that we are um, understanding your word and that I'm sharing it exactly as you give it to me, Lord God. I pray you have your way and I thank you for always coming through. And I pray um, that you continue to use your word to get through to us. Thank you for it. We bless you. Give your name, honor, and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I pray that God has his way through me as I go over this text. So um, we're about to dive in. And like I said, this is a lot, but it's only eight verses, not a lot long wise, but it's a lot like, ugh. okay. So we're talking about the descendants of Lot. So then Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountains and his two daughters were with him for he was afraid to dwell in Zoar and he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. Now the firstborn said to the younger, our father is old and there is no man on the earth to come into us as is the custom of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him that we may preserve that lineage of our father. So they made their father drink wine that night and the firstborn went in and lay with her father and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. It happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, indeed, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also and you go in and lie with him. Then we may preserve the lineage of our father. Then they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him. And he did know, he did not know 
when she lay down or when she arose. So basically he was unaware of what was going down. So his daughters concocted this plan and then he didn't know what was going on. He drank a lot and he was messed up and then the deeds were done. So that's both the daughters of Lot were with child by their father. The The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. And the younger, she also bore a son and called his name Benami. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. That's what we're going over today. And so I don't have a deep dive into this. It wasn't like there was this deep revelation that came forth through the passages, like God revealed something different, except for, um, I was praying. I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Which I don't have to do anything with it, but you know, it's here. And I was like, Lord, like, uh, what's going on here? This is a mess. And so what I jotted down, cause y'all know I'd be taking notes was they left a corrupt situation to only be involved in corrupt things. Clearly they're not trusting God and they think they have to take matters into their own hands. We saw that not in this way, but in a, in a messy way also with Abraham, before he became Abraham, he was Abram and his wife, Sarai, you know, we know they later became Abraham and Sarah, but we saw them taking matters into their own hands. Not to say that God gave them a promise and said that they would have children, but sometimes this is something that not this, not this mess, but in our minds, this is something that we do. We look at a situation and think it's up to us to fix it and make it right. Instead of giving God the opportunity to do what he does and fix it on his own. And then we concoct plans and then stuff gets messy and out of order. And then there's, you know, a resolve. Lot's not really mentioned much after this in the Bible. And that's, I would hate to go out like that. Like, if you're going to mention me, this is not my story. This is not what I would want, you know, out there. But listen, the only reason that God had really, um, you know, uh, saved Lot from the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, which was being being destroyed because of the nonsense that was happening there and the outcries against Sodom and Gomorrah and because the people were so corrupt. That's the only reason was because of the interceding of of Abraham, because in the previous chapter, we saw that God said that it said that God remembered Abraham and spared Lot. But this is a lot. This is ridiculous. This is corrupt. And I know there's so much corruption in the world today, but what if instead of us, I'm not talking about, I mean, there's, this is sick. There's sickness and corruption and there's nonsense and mess and griminess and all that good stuff, all that bad stuff in the world today that we deal with on a regular basis, right? People have to experience, people are experiencing, people are going through, people are making wrong decisions. That stuff happens. But what if in the situations where we wanted something to happen, what if we instead lifted it up to God and asked him for his direction and guidance? Maybe that's what should have went down here. Maybe instead of acting in a corrupt way, we could say, Lord, this is not looking pleasant. Please, can you can you help us? Can you come through for us? Um, what's your will in this situation? Like, let's seek him. Let's not do our own thing and be out there making decisions without including God in those decisions. And I think that's the most important piece that I got from this. It was like, this is unnecessary. We know, see, we know, you know, because we're studying Genesis. So we have that 
um, they knew, they knew who God was. Um, but if they were following God or not, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. But, um, the thing is, is Lot, well, he was drunk. He was off. (laughs) He didn't really know what was going on. And then, you know, his daughters had took advantage of him, but, um, this is interesting. This is gross. This is not favorable. However, the corruption just seeped over. Like it's, it's interesting now that I'm talking to y'all because it's like the deliverance, you know, you can be living a certain way. Um, and you can be removed from a certain situation, but if you are not delivered from it, if you are not like, if God doesn't deliver you from something how was your mind changed how are you made right so that you're not doing the same things and there was no transformation there was just a deliverance in that sense like where they were delivered from the destruction but the daughter seemed to be not trusting god not living for god living a corrupt life maybe they were part of they were part of the number that probably would have been like they would have been destroyed but thank god for his mercy and his grace Okay, and think about it in your lives. It may not have went down like this. This nonsense didn't happen in our lives. Thank God. Well, you know, hopefully, but um, thank God for his grace and his mercy for us when we've made decisions that didn't include him. And he still allowed us to be okay. for he still allowed that situation to be all right, even though he wasn't in it, even though he wasn't included in it, even though it wasn't his way or his his um what he's instructed or we didn't even seek him for an answer to move forward or we did our own thing after he told us no thank you for his grace we think we have to thank him for his grace and his mercy because god could have ended their lives just like he ended and you know destroyed had um sodom and gomorrah destroyed but this passage is an example of how the bible this is something else that I got from it. The Bible, this is an example of how the Bible does not condone behaviors, everything that it talks about. So sometimes people are like, oh, God supports this. How could you be following someone who allows or supports this? This doesn't say he supported it. It just tells you what went down. And people make decisions all the time that God doesn't necessarily support. However, we have a free will. We are allowed to do whatever we want. And there are consequences to whatever we want. This doesn't have those details. It doesn't go into um, further details of, you know, beyond what I read for you today. Um, But let's make sure that God's included in the decisions that we're making. Let's make sure that we're not living that corrupt life that causes God to have to come, you know, send destruction and down to destroy what's going on because of the outcry against what we're doing and the corruption so heavy. I mean, it's pretty bad already. Um, but like I said, lot is not mentioned much outside of the passages that we've covered in Genesis. Um, he's his wife, he's mentioned in Luke 17, um, because it's a warning against how his wife looked back. Uh, how about how Lot's wife looked back as Sodom was being um, destroyed and it's supposed to represent because I had to look it up the suddenness of God's judgment and then also he's mentioned in second Peter 2 7 8 where it was describing him as a righteous man the end that's all that you'll ever hear about Lot thank God this is not something that was taken beyond this but I mean it's still in the word of God um but yeah that's all I got from it I mean just as our everyday life occurs. And sometimes, you know, we make decisions to do things that are not part of God's perfect will. 
That's what they were doing. They weren't seeking God. They were doing their own thing. And they felt that they had to take matters into their own hands so that something that they wanted would come to pass. Do not do that. We should do better. 2024 is right around the corner. (laughs) Let's make sure that we do better than that. Let's seek God for the decisions that we're making. Let's seek God to be involved and included in every single thing that we need to do, what we feel we need to do. Let's reach out to him before we're making those choices. Let's reach out to him for direction, for guidance, you know, and let's listen for him. And when we hear him, let's be obedient and step out in faith and do what he's called us to do. But this is just an example that just because something's in the Bible does not mean God condones it. However, this is what happened. This shows you that people are corrupt. They were corrupt back then. They corrupt now. This shows you that people be doing things outside of God's will, outside of seeking him, outside of all that. And I don't want and I'm guilty of taking matters with them into my own hands in life. And I don't want that narrative to be, you know. That's not the legacy I want to leave. So let's move forward in trusting God. Let's seek him and make decisions in alignment with what he's calling us to do and stay away from keeping him outside of the plans that we have. The word tells us that many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. If you don't include him, of course, his purpose will always come to pass. Um, His plans, his purpose He can do it through you or someone else, but let's not make things worse. Let's not live that corrupt life. So that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that, you know, you understand there's consequences to actions. There's things that we don't even know. The Bible doesn't always go into detail about every single thing, but that doesn't mean stuff didn't go down. People sometimes think like, oh, well, this happened. There's nothing. I don't see anything else about it. So clearly that was it. That's not it. God shared, God's inspired the word and it's shared according to what he knew was best. And so it shared that. And that's that it doesn't mean he condones that in that behavior. Okay. So let's stay up. Let's stay prayed up and let's choose wisely. Let's choose to include God in every decision we're making in every parts of our life. And I pray that he continues to have our, his way in our lives and that we are led by him and we're you know, blessed with that wisdom. So you guys stay blessed. I appreciate you tuning in. That's been another episode of Bible study. If you haven't already, please like, share, subscribe, comment, share again, (laughs) and hit that notification bell. Because if any episode is released, you will be notified that we're out there, that um, the episode's out there. So the next chapter we're going to be reading. So if you want to read in a hand head, please do is Genesis 20. We're going to be talking about Abraham and Abimelech. We'll go into details next time, but please, please, please read it in advance or you can read it before or after, but make sure you're reading the word for yourself. You guys stay blessed. And I hope you are enjoying this year. I hope you're in, you have a wonderful, happy holiday season and I will see you next week. Stay blessed. Bye.